Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. He probably lived less than 35 years on this earth, and yet his life has made the most profound impact on human history than any other person that ever lived. Of course, I'm referring to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God came down. God took on human flesh. God became Emmanuel, God with us. That's what that name means. And for those 30-some years on this earth, he had uh, an amazing, amazing impact. We're in a series on these podcasts that I've entitled, Who is Jesus? And today we talk about his earthly ministry. I would begin back uh, after his birth, and on the previous podcast we talked about his birth. After his birth, as a child, he grew. In Luke chapter 2, verse 40, the Word of God says, "...the child continued to grow and became strong, increasing in wisdom, and the grace of God was on him." Increasing in wisdom uh, literally means becoming full of wisdom. And so this child is growing, is, is growing. And Luke chapter uh, 2 verse 52 says, And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature or age and in favor with God and men. And so there really is uh, four areas that, uh, that he was growing as, as a child. And, and that, that's the human side of him, the human part of him. And by the way, I'll say it again. Jesus was fully God, 100% God, and he became fully human as well, 100% human. And we're going to see that here. So, Jesus kept increasing in wisdom. Uh, uh, that, that would be the ability to apply the knowledge that he was gaining, to apply it in the right way, the ability to see things uh, through God's perspective. He continued in stature. Uh, that would be uh, physical growth. He continued in favor with God, spiritual growth, and in favor with men, uh, relational growth. Uh, social growth. And so he was growing in every area. And even though Jesus was perfect, and there's no other way to put it, but he was perfect, and yet as a human, he grew. Uh, and and that, that, is, that is important for us to understand. In Luke chapter 2, verses 41 to 51, we see that um, Jesus was a child who actually understood his mission. Um, and yet, uh, even as a child understanding his mission, he continued to submit to his earthly parents. Luke chapter 2, verse 41, Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of Passover. And when he became twelve, they went up there according to the custom of the feast. And as they were returning after spending the full number of days, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents were unaware of it. 
but supposed him to be in the caravan and went a day's journey, and they began looking for him among their relatives and acquaintances. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem looking for him. Then after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us this way? Behold, your father and I have been anxiously looking for you. And he said to them, Why is it that you were looking for me? Did you not know that I had to be in my father's house, or uh, the things of my father's, the affairs of my father's? But they did not understand the statement which he had made to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and he continued in subjection to them. And his mother treasured all these things in her heart. So there, uh, Jesus was left. Uh, a caravan in those days would have contained many, many persons. And somehow Mary and Joseph failed to account for Jesus. This was not Jesus doing something wrong. He, he never did. This was a failure on Mary and Joseph's part to account for Jesus. And so they went a whole day away from him, then a whole day back and, and spent uh, uh, a day looking for him and found him in the place that they should have known in the begin with, uh, a public place, a place where he would be safe, but more importantly, uh, the temple. And there in the temple, he was respectfully asking questions, and people were amazed through his questioning at the understanding and knowledge that, that he had. And, and he said that he had to be about his father's affairs. So he understood his mission even at an early age, and yet he submitted to his, to his earth, uh, earthly parents. Not much else, nothing, really nothing else is said about uh, Jesus' uh, childhood there. And, and unlike, uh, you know, some of the apocryphal books uh, that had all these uh, stories about miracles and that kind of thing as a child, uh, th that uh, was, is not tested and true. But the Word of God is tested and true. Uh, these scriptures that have been um, uh, approved, canonized by the early church fathers uh, uh, th through the leadership of the Holy Spirit, the ones that have been accepted into the, into the Word of God, uh, they, they don't uh, do all of this crazy, craziness, but it's just a simple statement, uh, uh, the statement that we just read about, about his childhood. But then Jesus, um, in Luke uh, chapter 3, uh, begins his public ministry, and, and, he, and he really begins his ministry uh, at his baptism. Uh, he comes out and he's baptized by John. Uh, John was uh, reluctant to do it. He said, you should be baptizing me, but Jesus said, no, uh, I need to do this to fulfill all righteousness. And uh, he was there setting the right precedent um, for us and, and was setting the right example. And uh, there at his baptism... Uh, the uh, Holy Spirit came in the form of a dove and, and lighted on him. And, and a voice from, from heaven, the voice of the Father said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And so there was a public affirmation by the Father as he began his uh, uh, public ministry. And, and by the way, there you see the triune Godhead. Three separate persons, one God. Uh, it's a mystery. It's, it's beyond our human understanding, but it's a mystery that we fall down and worship before because uh, there is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And God the Son at this point is in his earthly, earthly ministry. 
and and uh, uh, right after he was baptized. Um, and by the way, um, the Bible says in verse 23 of, of Luke chapter 23, uh, or Luke chapter 3, when he began his ministry, Jesus himself was about 30 years of age, about 30 years of age. And so that was an approximation there. And typically, uh, public ministry didn't begin by, by uh, rabbis and priests and leaders in the in, in Israel until until that age, and so he is he is um, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of thirty years old. And so after his baptism, uh, we get the record in in Matthew, Mark, and Luke of him going up into the wilderness, being led by the Spirit uh, into the wilderness uh, to be tempted. And there for forty days and forty nights he went without eating, and then the uh, devil came and and uh, and tempted him, but uh, even with the full brunt of temptation personally from the devil, and you know uh, you and i we ha- we are tempted through our flesh and we may be tempted through some of the devil 's underlings, but uh, I doubt that any of us have had a personal visitation from Satan himself, but here Jesus had the personal visitation from Satan himself, and by the way, Satan is not an equal to jesus and and there there really is no battle per se, but Jesus experienced the full brunt of temptation and yet and yet he did not sin. Hebrews chapter 2, and this is an important verse, uh, two verses. Hebrews chapter 2, verses 17 and 18 said, Therefore he, Jesus, had to be made like his brethren in all things, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in all things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For since he himself was tempted in that which he has suffered, he is able to come to the aid of those who are tempted." And then in chapter 4 of Hebrews, uh, verse number 15, we are told, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Jesus was tempted as we are, yet without sin, so that he could sympathize with us and understand what we uh, what we uh, um, go through. Aren't you glad that you have a Savior like that? And then uh, Jesus experienced uh, human emotions and weariness and hunger. Uh, for example, John chapter 11, verse 35 tells us, it's the shortest verse in the Bible, that Jesus wept. Jesus wept. And the reason he wept was because his good friend Lazarus was dead. And he saw Lazarus' family and friends uh, mourning his passing. And he had been dead four days. And Jesus uh, uh, cried. He cried. Uh, that that's a, that's a, that is a human emotion. And, and Jesus was weary. In John chapter 4, verse 6, it talks about the weariness, the tiredness of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And then um, he, he got hungry. Um, we uh, just uh, talked about the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness. And, and uh, it says that, that uh, after that 40 days, he was hungry. Uh, obviously, because he's human. He, he experienced all of those kinds of things. The Bible talks about him sleeping. At one time, he was asleep in the boat out on the Sea of Galilee when there was a major storm, and the disciples thought that uh, he was going. they were going to go down, and they woke him up. Uh, so he experienced all those human things. So uh, we do have a Savior. We have a Savior who on this earth lived fully as a human. We have got to know that Jesus, who is God of very God, was also human 
and uh, and experience the things that we did. Well, uh, he had quite an extensive earthly ministry uh, during that approximate three to three and a half years uh, before he died on the cross. And we're going to talk more about the uh, extensive earthly ministry that he had on the next podcast. Until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.